Three lines from the bottom of the Laman Alpha Mabes. Chana Hiticha Devarim Klapi Milo. What does it mean, Hiticha? Hiticha Rashi says, mysteriously, he doesn't say it till the, uh, till the next Amid, if I'm not mistaken. But um, Hiticha means expressed. Uh, like to, uh, to throw. To throw. Rashi says, Alashin Zrika. It's like Kimtacha Vekeshes. So she cast words. Uh, heavenward, she 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 protested something Hashem was doing. She she expressed her editorial opinion. <laughs> what did she do? Shenemar vatispalel al Hashem melamitche tichadvorim klapim malabas. Saying vatispalel al Hashem, she davened on Hashem, right about Hashem, almost not so much just el Hashem to Hashem, but rather al Hashem. She had some comments. She had some thoughts. So that teaches us that she was she had she had she had tainus. And she complained about them. So you to work for her. Vam Rabbi Lazar, Eliyahu hitiach toim klapi malam. Rabbi says, Eliyahu did the same thing. Shenemar, this is a quote from the incident at um, Harakarmel when there's the big showdown between the Navi Habal, the uh, idolatrous prophets, and Eliyahu. And as part of Eliyahu's tefillah, after the Navi Habal failed to, pro- to magically produce fire, so Eliyahu is now hoping for a miracle, and he... Uh, attempts successfully to uh, to have fire come down. And this is gives a little tefillah, and part of his tefillah is Hakadosh Baruch Hu, You, he ends his tefillah by saying, "You have turned their hearts backwards. You messed them up. You you exposed them to ideas that were dangerous, etc." So, uh, apparently, there is some aspect in which we are permitted, not we, but which there is a certain. I would say it's not permitted to argue with God, but sometimes people get away with it. This is a pasuk out in Micha. So it's fun, a bit of a funny thing to say that Kaddish Baruch is chayz. But what we're saying is that we do see the idea of another Nevi'im that Hashem says, you know, that pasuk over there is referring to how things will look at the end of time. On that day, Hashem says he's going to gather up all the miserable people of the world. And he who I have treated badly. Right? The world kind of says, you know, I, I know that I put some people in a situation where... Uh, they're definitely gonna do a virus or whatever. Okay. Number of Chama Rochanina. In Mali Shalish Mekoyis Halal Nismaid Tu Aglaim Shal Sen Yisrael. Were it not for uh, for these three Psukim, which he's going to tell us, quote quote to us, Nismaid Tu Aglaim Shal Sen Yisrael, the children, the, the excuse me, the feet of the Sen Yisrael, those who hate Israel, which is as usual a euphemism for Israel itself for us, would have faltered. <clears throat> the first one is the first one is one we just said right in other words these this pasuk these psukim seem to demonstrate that um, that Hashem kind of acknowledges that our failures are partially his doing without getting into the free will issues who says in Yermia that we Yisrael, are like Chaimer, like material in the hand of the maker the potter 
so too, Klal Yisrael. So again, Hashem made us in such a way that we have a Yitzhar. I, Hashem says, I'm going to remove the heart of stone from your, uh, your breast. And I'm going to replace it with a heart of flesh. So again, implying that Kaddish Baruch Hu is running the show in terms of uh, what our hearts do and don't do. Another pasuk, same idea. I am going to infuse. Hashem says, I will infuse your innards with my ruach, and I will ensure that you go in my ways. So again, we see it's up to Hashem to give us the power, perhaps the strength, perhaps to uh, do the right thing. Um, cast his words heavenward. Pasuk says, "And Moshe daven to Hashem. El Hashem El Al Hashem. Don't read El Hashem. Read Al Hashem again, like Chana. Not to spell Al Hashem. So read that Moshe also was spelled Al Hashem. Why? In Rebbe hometown, in fact, that's how they read things." That's how they that they they they're they're constantly mixing up Alice and Ions. So since Alice and Ions are kind of inter- interchangeable, um, we therefore uh, can kind of use for drusha purposes. We can insert an Ion where there ought to be an Alice. Okay, cool. Um, Here's another source. Vidizahav. Vidizahav. Now that's very strange because Vidizahav is just a place. And it's the first Pasuk in Dvar. And it describes Moshe Rabbeinu speaking to Klaisol. Be'ebra Yardin, Bamidbar, Barava, Molsuf, Bain Paranabain Taifel, Vilavan, Machatsiris, that's all the places. Vidizahav. So he sees, or Vianai sees um, a reference, a remez in the words Vidizahav to something a little more profound. My Vidizahav, Ami the Be'ebiyanai. Right, he said to Kaddish Baruch it's your fault. You gave them all the silver and gold until they lost their minds and worshipped the golden calf. A lion doesn't kind of do this uh, exultant roar. Not just any roar, it's like a... Like a... Uh, rampaging roar. Um, the lion doesn't do that. Right? If you give a lion a big box of delicious straw to eat, it's not going to make much of a big deal. But if you give him a big box of steak, that's going to make him very happy. So, I think the lion in this case is the Eitzahara. Because uh, that was the only thing I could... That, that was how I, how I made sense of this marshal because we're not... You know, if we're the lion, then you're supposed to give us meat. You're just maybe not supposed to give us too much meat. Right, so there, are, there, are, those are really the possibilities. Either, either we're talking about either a kupa is like too much, maybe a box is too much, and it's like okay, if you give him a whole box of meat, he's gonna just completely lose his mind, or it's the Yitzhar, and you're feeding the Yitzhar. Don't feed the Yitzhar. Please do not feed the Yitzhar. Amr Biyasha. Mashallah, Adam Shahaisa Leiparik Kehusha, Balas Evar. It reminds us of a fellow. Who had a weak cow, 
and uh, what's the word for Baalus? Evarim, he uh, was. Um, Right. Large limb. Yeah, large limb. Large limb. So, I have big bones. So, Hechila Karshinen, he fed it Karshinen, he fed it these, like, uh, good uh, vegetables. It wasn't long before it was nice and strong, and it was kicking him. On my law, he said, Me Goram, Lech Shetem Vayatisbi. I fed you all these wonderful kashinen, and I was the one who made you strong. So, and here you are kicking me. Right, he gets a little angry at his cow. A fellow had a son. And he said, you know what, I'm going to invest in my son's moral um, uh, development. And by the way, this is some people's idea of how to raise their sons. He washes him, he anoints him with oil, right? He gets him looking real good. He feeds him a good uh, good breakfast. He gives him something to drink. He hangs, him, hangs a bag of money around his neck. And he stands him up outside a house of prostitutes. Are you kidding me? This kid, of course, is going to get himself into trouble. Alright, so don't do that. Right, so again, we're, it's a very interesting, we're, we're really at great length criticizing HaKadosh Baruch Hu's uh, parenting choices, as it were. Um, filling, uh, uh, filling up the stomach, someone's stomach is a kind of, it's like feeding him evil. Uh, it's, a, it's a sort of, uh, it's a sort of, it's a bad thing to do to someone. It's a, uh, well, Rashi says a, a, a little more sophisticated shot. Rashi says, filling, filling the belly is one of the, is one of the chatoim. It's one of the evil sins. A person shouldn't fill his belly. I feel personally attacked. Um, <laughs> okay. Chenemar, as it says in the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, in uh, people uh, fill their stomachs and then forget Hashem. The Pasuk says, another just a Pasuk in Dvarim describing how we'll become prosperous and forget Hashem. Another source, the Pasuk in um, in Devarim as well. Right, you're going to go to the land that I have promised you, and you're going to get to the land of milk and honey. You're going to feed yourself, you're going to fill yourself up, and then you're going to forget Hashem. Um, okay. The Rabbanon say it's from here. Ve'ochal v'sova v'dashin. Upana. Very well. V'yibo yisem mihacha. Another possibility. Va'yishman yishurun va'yivot. That's a more famous one. A lot of people like to quote this one. And yishurun grew fat and kicked. Amr Shmuel Barachmeni, Amr Rebbe. Oh, excuse me, Amr Rebbe Yenisan. V'nayin chazor kadosh baruchu. 
How do we know that Hashem was actually moided to Moshe? You can see that Moshe was right. This is a pasuk again in Hosea. And one of the late Nevi'im, where Kadosh Baruch Hu says, you know what, I get it, I understand, I gave you too much silver and gold, and then that's how you got into trouble. Okay. Hashem says to Moshe, this is after the exchange, um, that's the, the, the this is the, the Moshe's first piece of news about the ego, about the golden calf. And he says, system, get out of here, you're in trouble. We're all in trouble. My what does that mean? Go down. Go down, right? You're fired. You're fired. Go leave. Your stellar is over. This whole thing was only because of Klaiso. And now they've sinned. They've sinned grievously. So, Atalamali, what do I need you for? Get out of here. Some very harsh words. So, yeah, So, Moshe did not have the strength. He lost his, his power. He couldn't speak. He couldn't speak. So there's something he lost. Maybe the connection was, was suffered. So, right, as, Sam, as soon as Akash Baruch he's making these statements, give, it, give me a moment, just stop, leave me alone so I can, so I can destroy Klal right? So eventually you realize that it's the, uh, the classic dynamic. Hold me back! Someone hold me back, right? So Akash Baruch is trying to hint to Moshe Rabbeinu, you need to ask me not to do this. This is in my hands. This this is a show for my benefit. So he pulls himself together. He davens and asks for mercy. It is a marshal for a king. And he just he went to town on him. He went medieval on him. And in a particularly awkward. Uh, turn of events, his friend was sitting right there. Um, Yare, and he was afraid. He didn't know what to do. What am I supposed to do? The king's beating his son so viciously, he didn't didn't know what to make of it. Amr HaMelech, and the Melech announces, he hears the king announcing him, If not for the fact that my friend is here, I would kill you. So Omar, he realizes, this is some kingly strategy in which I'm supposed to rush to the defense of the prince. Machiavelli, eat your heart out. So, Omar um, he right away gets up and saves the good prince. Va'ata, maybe not the good prince. Va'ata. The Pasuk, right? Because Rahu continues. Va'ata, and now, Hanichal, you leave me alone. Ve'yicharabi bohem, and my rage will burn in them. Ba'acham, ba'akalim, and I will finish them off. Ba'akalim. And I will make you into a great nation. You will be the continuation. says, If not for the fact that this is a Pasuk, you couldn't say such a thing. But, listen here, says Ravol. Grabbed Baruch as it were, like a person who grabs his friend by his clothes. In some way, right? We already know in what way because we already know that Hashem set up things that this should be the power Moshe Rabbeinu has. 
And then Hashem set him up to have this power. And then he goes and he puts his, stamps his foot on the brake and he forces HaKadosh Baruch Hu to stop. He makes it impossible for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to destroy Kali Yisrael. Right? It's like he grabbed him by his clothes and held him down. Whatever such a thing means. But I said, I'll make you into a great nation. A three-footed stool. In a Yachalamoid, right? That's Kali Yisrael, which is based on the three Yavos, and it can't stand. Lefanecha b'shaz kaschal, right? Kise shall regal echad al achas kama v'kama. A stool with one leg, just Moshe Rabbeinu, no three Yavos. You kidding me? We'll never be able to do this. V'loyoid. El sheyesh be boishes panim, right? I'm ashamed. Ne avoisai, right? Achshav yaima ruu parnish emet aleim. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, the elma emes. I'm gonna meet my. Isaiah and Babas, and they're going to say, Listen, you didn't do a very good job taking care of Kali, so you kind of dropped the ball. Right? And as soon as you heard that, oh, you're going to be made the great nation, oh, that was fine for you. You dropped the ball in a very big way. So Moshe Davids to Hashem. This teaches us. Mm. That's okay. Moshe Rabbeinu. So the problem is the word hechelehu sounds like he made kavayachol hakadosh baruch sick. So the Bach doesn't like that very much. And the Bach says the language is spell Moshe ad shehechele abaye. Actually, excuse me. The language is spell Moshe ad shehechele abaye Omar ad shehechele lakadosh baruch and then he brings you up at Shemoyni. Shemoyni Moshe Betil at Shehuchla Abaya Oyer. At Shehuchla. I keep making Abaya sick, and that's what I mean to do. Melamit Shemoyni Moshe Betil at Shehuchla. I am at Shehila because Rachel Tila. So basically, there's a bit of a problematic thing. You know, we're talking a lot about uh, Hashem getting angry, and Hashem getting mad, and Hashem making deals, and Hashem being stopped, and Hashem giving permission. And it's worth keeping in mind that. Uh, there are there are things there are phrases that it's acceptable to use about a kaddish baruch Hu when we're using a mashal, and there are things that aren't. Um, there are things that go too far. Uh, we you know uh, the, the Rambam says we never talk about a kaddish baruch Hu touching. Baruch Hu doesn't uh, touch things, right? He, we might say a kaddish baruch Hu sees, a kaddish baruch Hu hears, a kaddish baruch Hu smells. We never talk about a kaddish baruch Hu tasting, right? Um, so there are certain things without getting into the details that. That, is, that it's a little too human, and we won't use that muscle. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu getting sick, I suspect, might fall into that category. Um, so the Bach, I think, is struggling with exactly. That, but okay, so uh, definitely one valid shot according to the Yalkut is that Moshe Rabbeinu stood in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, davening until he made himself ill. Right, so that's Vayichal, Vayichal, like Choyle. Moshe Rabbeinu made himself ill. Mirava. Wow, Rav says, you know what? Hakadosh Baruch Hu had sworn to destroy Klal Yisrael. And what we mean here is, what we mean is that Moshe Rabbeinu was matir neder, right? He he was matir neder. He 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 uh, he removed Hakadosh Baruch Hu's neder. It's a pretty uh, powerful statement. It says here. In relation to Nadarim, we say the famous laugh. As Hashem will see him we'll be hearing a lot about this. He should not violate his words. Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So Moshe Rabbeinu enabled Hakadosh Baruch Hu to violate his vow. Kavayach. Tremendous. Which must I think we'll hear about? Nadarim. Hang on tight.
And Mar said, "Who ain't me yachel?" Um, one second, right? Who ain't me yachel? You yourself cannot be, uh, cannot violate your word. Mechalun loy. Others can uh, remove, can be matir your nether. Shmuel Amar, Malami she Moser Atzmin lemisa aleim. Shmuel said he stuck his neck out. He said, "Kill me instead." Shenemar vim, right? Moshe Rabbeinu says, "Mamish in the next pasuk." Right, you have to deal with Klai Yisrael's. I want out. Take me out. Don't leave me into this in this story at all. He caused, this is like the word chal. He caused to be chal. Uh, he caused to kick in on them the midas rachamim. That's we all draw, we draw this all out of a chal. That's like Khalila, right? It is it's unseemly, it's unbecoming for you to do such a thing. For you to do such a thing. Okay. Another Psha Blazagadul says he stood in front of Akadish Barhu until a disease, something called Achilu, took hold of him. What's Achilu? What's Achilu? Says the Gemara, Achilu is my Achilu. I'm Reb Lazer Now, what is Eishalatzamos? The word the phrase Eishalatzamos means fire of bones, but it seems that they didn't know uh, the uh, the Babylonian Amiroim did not know what to do with um, um, uh, with this phrase, even though it seems fairly. Understandable, so Amrabaya which means in Aramaic fire of bones. But it seems like maybe they were it wasn't just merely a word for word translation, they were referring to a particular condition and it didn't Aishalatzamis didn't sound familiar to them. So when he said Ashasu Garmi, then it all came together. Um, and apparently Rashi says it, a French word which if I'm not mistaken means a fever. He gave himself he made himself say he called it a fever. Over Steinzoff. Fire of the bones, in other words a fever. Here we go. Steinzeltz knows what he's about. The uh, Remember the which uh, to whom you swore Bach in your name. My Bach. So my Bach. Is, uh, what exactly do you mean? Had you made the uh, clever for. Uh, um, Strategic step of swearing by heaven and earth. Right? You can pull the plug on the world if you want, so you can pull the plug on Yeshua. But you swore them. You swore to them by your own name. You are going to exist forever. Your Shavua is going to exist forever. Boy, Moshe would have been a good lawyer. Oh yes, but Dabra Aleim. Arbe es zarachem ki koichle hashamayim. V'chol ha'aretz ha'azoy. Good character witness, that's for sure. V'chol ha'aretz ha'azoy. Asher amayim. Right? I would say if there was such a thing, an expert character witness. V'adabra aleim, right? He says, you told them, Arbe es zarachem ki koichle hashamayim. You're going to give them children like the stars of the heavens. V'chol ha'aretz ha'azoy. Asher amayim. And this whole land. Hayasher Marti is a very strange thing to say because he's in the middle of t- saying Baruch Hu, you said this, you said that, that I said. 
right? Asher Martami Boyle. You should have said, you should have said, you promised them. Why is he switched to Asher Marti to the first person? Rabbi says, don't get too emotional over this. This is just a bit of an odd grammatical phenomenon. It doesn't mean anything. Um, it just means that halfway through the Pasuk, uh, we change to uh, third person. Or rather, it's not quite third person, right? It's it is one person narrating someone else's first person promise. Quoting. Huh? It's quoting. Quoting, yes. So that's, uh, that's one, uh, one way of putting it. <laughs> so, um, so um, it's all Moshe Rabbeinu talking. So what's, what's going on? Hello, right? This is what Moshe Rabbeinu said. You sent me to Klal Yisrael to inform them of all this information that they're going to be a great nation and they're going to get out of Yisrael, etc. So now, what do you want me to tell them? Right, this is kind of like an angle of Chil Hashem. Okay. So at one point, Moshe Rabbeinu says, everyone's going to say, Hashem cannot bring his nation Right, he's a you know, he's a strong god, sure, stronger than the Egyptian gods, but not that strong. Right, he can't drag this uh, this nation all the way to uh, to um, to uh, the promised land. So he's just gonna slaughter them out in the desert. That's the way the things are done. So says the Gemara. What do you mean Yechilas Hashem? We built Yechilas Hashem. It's like a, an abstract feminine noun, right? Uh, Yochel Hashem Iboy. It should be the verb. Hashem is able and should be the masculine. It says the Gemara. Iboy le Amr Belazar Moshev Nei Kazeroch Berishlam Achshav Yom Emesulam Umoisa Elam Toshash Koychek in Akeva. The nations of the world will say this God is weak like a woman. Ve'ini Yochel Hatzil and he can't handle the pressure of navigating the dangers of the desert. It's just yeah, ever strong God, but he's not very useful once you get out of the sea and the frogs. That's all. Yeah, he's yeah, whatever. You know, I guess lesson learned. Be careful, don't mess with that god, but, you know, there are other gods. All enterprise will be, um, will be a waste of time. So, So, Amar Kaddish Baruch Hu, Shabbat Lekfa, Ro, Nisim, Gvurish, Shasislam, Amayim. Didn't they say, didn't they still see the splitting of the sea? That was such a huge miracle. Shouldn't that be enough? Shouldn't that be enough? Maybe I can achieve my purpose. Yeah, we'll kill, we'll kill out most of Klai, so we'll keep you. And uh, the Nisim, the, the, my demonstrations at the sea should be enough to prove that I am the big boss. So, um, It seems like, actually, at this point, that we're dealing with the question of totally eliminating Klai, so including my Um Right, so he says to them, right, uh, he, he says to them, but well, what people are still going to say is, well, I guess that Jewish God could not handle the um, the military situation in Canaan. A little few too many kings for him. It was one thing with Paro, but yeah, it's a lot of kings. Which is interesting because if you think about it from the perspective of the time, it's actually very much a spurious argument because the Paro was the mightiest, mightiest military force in the region. The Canaanite kings were just really just chiefs and warlords. Um, I mean, you know, maybe a little more than that, but uh, they were really nothing compared to, and for most of history, uh, Canaan was just uh, like a vassal state to Egypt, um, or just like a confederation of tribes, kind of. So, 
Um, it's, it is interesting. It sounds almost like Moshe Rabbeinu was really uh, stretching the the uh, potential arguments to stand up for Clive. So, like you said, he would make a great lawyer, Martin. <laughs> Marvin. Um, okay. How do we know that Hashem eventually said, you know what, Moshe, you're right. right? How do we know that Hashem said that eventually? So this time we're not going to go to the Treyasar, it's right there in the Parsha. Hashem says, I have forgiven, I have forgiven as per your words, right, in accordance with your arguments. Tony Debe Rabbi Shmuel, Kidvorecha, Asidim Umesa'ilam Loimar. Right? Excuse me, Kidvorecha, that means Asidim Umesa'ilam Loimar Kain. People are going to say someday, uh, people are going to say someday, Ashrei Talmud Shirabai Moidiloi. Praiseworthy is the Talmud whose Rebbe agrees to him. It could be that that's meant to be a separate point. No, it's number one, Asidim Umesa'ilam Loimar You're right. The Goyim will say this, so therefore I can't do what I'm going to do. Period. Now, not only that, on top of that, Ashri Talmud Shirabe It's a new statement. Praiseworthy is the Talmud whose uh, master agrees to him, who says, you know what, you're right. That doesn't happen every day. But Ulam Chayani. Ulam Chayani. Akadish Baruch Hu says, Ulam Chayani. I am as I live. Right? So he swears. Akadish Baruch Hu swears by himself. So, you have given me life with your words. Okay? We're going to say Psukhi the Zimra very soon. Why are we saying Psukhi the Zimra? Because first you praise Hashem and then you daven. How do we know this? HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right, Moshe Rabbeinu, daven to Hashem. He says, Boaz Hanan, and I daven to Hashem, Boisai. And what does he say? Yuchsev, Hashem Elohim. Right, Hashem Elohim. Atah ha-chiloisa laharoises avdech. The next pasuk. Atah ha-chiloisa laharoises avducha, asgad luchav, asyadcha, chazagasher, mi keel bashamayi varsher, yasekim asachvarit. What a great safer devarim is. Goodness. Um, right? So, so, uh, so uh, that's what those are the words of the tefillah, right? He first says, Right, first he starts by praising Hashem and saying how strong and how mighty he is. Who is like you in the whole world, the whole universe? No one can do like you. No one has your strength. And the next pasuk says, Let me please. Um, go into the land of Israel. Okay. Now we have a simon. When there's a simon, it means that we're going to need help remembering something. Right? Masim tzedakah carbon kain tainis minol barzo. That's not one of the easiest simonim to remember because sometimes there's like a little story to the simon, but not this time. Masim tzedakah carbon kain tainis minol barzo. Okay, keep it in mind. I'm Rebbe Lazar. Rebbe Lazar said, G'dayla tefillah yoysami masim taivim. Tefillah is greater than masim toivim than good works. You don't have any tzaddikim who are bigger than Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is the biggest tzaddik. He did all the mitzvahs. But nonetheless, they only 
way that, that Moshe Rabbeinu got through the door is with Tfilah Shinemar Al-Taisif Taberi Lai. Right, Moshe Rabbeinu, HaKadosh Baruch tells Moshe Rabbeinu, don't talk to me anymore, I don't want to hear from you anymore. Um, and it's not long afterwards that HaKadosh Baruch Hu relents after the Tfilah, and at least in some level, lets Moshe Rabbeinu go to the mountaintop and see Eretz Yisrael. Gom Rebelazar, and Rebelazar says, Fasting is better than giving tzedakah. My time, I'll tell you, easy. Okay, so so far, so far, we're up to masim tzedakah. Right, those are the two, these are the statements of Rebbe So far, they're both statements of Rebbe Masim tzedakah. Right, we have masim tzedakah. Now we have carbon and kohen. Okay, so, from Rebbe because right, Baruch says, what do I need all your karbanas for? Ksiv, this is one of the more frightening Zukimandabi, right? Ubu parischim, ubu parischem, kapechem, alime naimi kem. When you spread your hands out, I will ignore you. Right? So, two steps. Number one, I don't need your karbanas. And a bigger chiddish, says Akadish Baruch Hu, not only do I not need your karbanas, I also don't need your tefillahs. A bigger chiddish, because tefillahs are better than karbanas. Okay? As a parenthetical, Rabbi Yechon throws in there, a Koyin who kills somebody um, needs, uh, should not, who, it sounds like even Beheter, even in a scenario where he was permitted to kill the person, but he is from now on disqualified from Duchening, um, because that's the way of things. He's a different sort of person now. Okay, so that's Carbon and Koyin. Right? Maisim Stucker, Carbon Koyin. From the day that the base of Mikdash was destroyed, the gates of prayer were closed. Shenemar gam ki ezak v'ashaveya sasam tufilasi. It's a pasuk in Eicha, um, right? Even when I scream and cry out, sasam tufilasi, my prayer is blocked, which is a very frightening concept. V'afal pishashari tufilaninalu shari dimo loininalu. Even though the gates of prayer were not closed, but the gates of tears, they were closed. The gates of tears were not closed. Shenemar. Uh, as the Pasuk says, in Tehillim, Shema Tfilasi Hashem, Meshavasi Hazina, El Demasi El Tacharash. Hear my prayer, do not be silent to my tears. Rav Oloi Gazer Tanisa B'yoyimadiyeva. Rav would not be Gazer Tainis, like a parenthetical. He would not declare Tainis on a cloudy day. He considered cloudy days to be a bad sign. Shem Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, uh, in the... Uh, in the clouds are like a, seem to symbolize a, a unwillingness on the part of a Kaddish Baruch Hu to accept Tfilis. It's interesting that we only have a simon for the tainus part of this Gemara. Um, okay. That's um, very odd. In the simon, I don't want to get too distracted with this, but it's tainus minal, but it should be minal tainus. Not sure what to make of that. In other words, ninalushar tefila number one, and then tainus. Sometimes tainus minal. Okay. Anyway, um, there is an iron wall, an iron curtain, right, from the Baltic to the Adriatic, an iron curtain that's fallen across the land. Um, Barzli, Cheskel is instructed to take a, uh, a, a metal uh, 
griddle or pan and um, set it up. He was supposed to symbolize this division. Okay, that is the end of this piece. You should have them for a nice long time. That's an uh, advisable thing because then your tefillah doesn't come back empty. Right? Moshe Rabbeinu says, I daven to Hashem, which is about to say, Ve'yishma Hashem Eloi. Gam, Ve'pam Ahi, that time as well. Aini. V'amar Ve'pibar, Abba Ve'echem. Kol Marech B'tfilosoi, Ma'ayin Ba. Somebody who schleps out, he takes a long time to feel a Ma'ayin Ba, and he sits there kind of uh, contemplating his, and, and meditating on his Tfilah for too long. So, it's not a good idea. Safe, poly day cave lave. You're gonna be uh, in pain. You're gonna be unhappy. Shenemar, teicheles memushacha mechalat lave. Right, and a unnecessarily drawn out tefila will make you ill. So my takanta yasek b'teira. The balance for a tendency to over daven is yasek b'teira. You should learn some teira. Don't think that the uh, the balance is to run off to Vegas and have a good time. Although you might see that way, no, you should balance it by grounding yourself by learning Teresh. Nemar ve'etz chayim tava ba, and the tree of life inspires tava. I suppose a healthy desire, but the tree of life is ve'etz chayim el teira. That is Teresh. Nemar ve'etz chayim hilamachazikim ba. Okay, that's all very nice. The point is that it seems like you shouldn't dam for a long time. It says the Gemara hademarich umayin ba, hademarich v'loy ma'ayin ba. The one case is where you're uh, you're slapping it out and kind of uh, you know I guess exaggerating. You're, um, uh, you're not, not exaggerating. You're 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 hanging on it, right? You're 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 assuming that you're gonna get. In other words, you're trying to use the tefillah as like a device to get what you want. You're like, okay, I'm gonna dive for a very long time and that'll work. Like that'll 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 be a surefire. Um, the, uh, thing which is funny because the Gemara itself kind of just said that's what you should do. Whereas no, 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 you got the wrong idea about davening, right? Dam for a long time and it will have a positive effect. Perhaps not directly related to the fulfilling of your request, but it'll have a positive effect. But if you're davening and you're like, okay, I'm doing this so that I will achieve tachlis x, that's not going to work. Then you got you got to stop it. That's not going to work. Okay, says the Gemara. Um, if a person sees that he's davening and he's not getting answered, he should daven again. Shinemar, as it says, right now, despite everything we've said, he should always try again. You should definitely ask at least twice. There are four things that need chizuk strengthening. These are they. Um, tefillah v'derech eretz. Right here, are the four things: Torah, right, Masim Tovim, good deeds, Tefillah davening derech eretz, and um, uh, I suppose you can say the um, your job, your job. You need to focus on getting good at what you do. So, Torah Masim Tovim nine. How do we know Torah Masim Tovim? Shenemar rak chazak v'yamotz ma'od lishmar lasik yichol haTorah. Right. What does that mean? Chazak v'yamotz be strong and of good courage is how they like to translate it courageous yeah. right mm-hmm. so chazak means b'tayra strong means in learning Torah and Torah study v'amates right the emots excuse me is b'masim toivim be uh, solid and stolid in your performance 
of mitzvahs. Tefillah menayin, shenemar kaveil Hashem, right? Chazak v'yamitz libecha v'kaveil Hashem, right? That's why you got to be strong in tefillah. Derechaz menayin, shenemar chazak v'nis chazek ba'adameinu. So we see that a person needs to uh, needs to um, do everything he does with his whole heart. Okay, v'atayim r'tiyan ha'zavani Hashem v'Hashem shchichoni. Tzion complains, Hashem has left me and forgotten me. Hainu azu v'hainu shchuchu gemar. That's what he means, the same thing, left and forgotten. A person takes a second wife. This is already, we see the Amiroi and recognize this is a negative thing. Rishayin is zaycher, right? He's alish to rishayin on his first wife. So zaycher, my sirishayin. As, even though he's having a great time with the second wife, but at least he still kind of remembers that he has a first wife somewhere, and that she does, you know, she treats him one way, and this other one treats him the other way, as, as insulting and painful as it is to her, at least there's still some connection. But Atta, as I've told you, Shachachtani, not only have you left me, but you've forgotten what it means to be with me. Amalak Kaddish Baruch right, so Kaddish Baruch answers, Biti, Yud Beiz Mazalis Barasi Birokia. I have created 12 constellations in the sky. And it has each each uh, constellation has a troop of thirty. And each uh, each troop has thirty legions. Every legion has thirty uh, infantrymen. Uh, and this is these are just um, various levels of Roman uh, troops, and they each have thirty soldiers. Um, and each one of those has 365 thousands, right? So 3,650,000 uh, stars. Uh, lots of stars. And all of it I did for you. In other words, you're, you're understanding what's going on here wrong. We have, I haven't moved on to a new wife. I haven't now married Rome and now time's up. Sorry, right? In other words, this is a direct argument against Christianity. Right? I haven't abandoned Israel. I rather am treating Israel in a particular way to get to a particular result. Hatishkach Isha Ula. Can a woman forget her... Uh, her uh, what do you call it? Her, there's a specific word I want to use for Ula. They call it the baby. nursing infant. Yeah, baby. something along the lines of that, right? It's so, baby. yeah, that's more like it. So, Kodesh Baruch Hu, Klom Eshkach Oilois Elim Upitre Racham Shekratzel Fun of Minbar. Do you think I could forget? So, he's playing on words, and the word Ula, like Oila. Can I forget all the wonderful carbonates he brought me in the Midbar? So, I'm Lafan of, so she says, Rebani Shalalalim, right? The woman who is Tsiyan, Rebani Shalalalim, Hoyl the Ain Shikhal, Nechisik Vedecha. Uh, but you remember everything. So maybe you'll remember the Maiso Egel as well. Maybe you'll remember the Maiso Egel as well. Right? In other words, your memory's a little too good. Right? I can forget things as well. I can make the choice to forget things, whatever that means. Right? I, I, don't, I don't understand anymore. What's the standard? What do you keep and what do you throw out? I won't forget about you. I can forget the Sinai, And I will just remember our Sinai. Kibayocha, because Baruch will remove that from his memory. 
Okay, back to business, at least for a moment. Chasidim harishayinim harishayin cha'achas. We know that the chasidim harishayinim, the earliest chasidim, would wait a full hour before they daven. Minani mili says the Gemara. Where does this come from? Am bishum alevi amakra? Ashrei yoyishrei beisecha. Ever heard that pasuk? Praiseworthy are those who dwell in your house. Not only that, you've got to, right? So Rashi just explains. And afterwards, Yahalucha. I know it's first. So first, they sit in your house, kind of meditating, and then they, um, and then they praise you. Shulam Levi says you should wait an hour afterwards. You've got to meditate your way down. Uh, so first, they are Yoidu, they praise, and then. Then they sit, right? So first praise, then sit. First sit, then praise. First praise, then sit. When you daven, you have to do an hour of meditation before you daven. Right? This sounds like maybe a Hasidim Harishayim wrote it. it. Says he's supposed to, right? And another hour afterwards. So again, same sukkim as the source. That you need to meditate before you daven. Tanarabanan and after. Tanarabanan Chasidim Rishonim Hayushayin Shachas and Mispalin Shachas. The early Chasidim would wait one hour. They would daven one hour. The Chayzer Rishonim Shachas. They daven an hour long Shemayin Esrei. Right. The Chayzer Rishonim Shachas. And then they would wait another hour. Chimiachas Rishonim Teisha Shachas Biyin Betfila Teiros and Heich Mishdamer. Says the Gemara. Hold on a second. They were spending nine hours a day davening. So we got a problem. How did they remember their Torah? Umalacht and heichnasis, and how did they uh, feed their families? Ella says the Gemara mitoyish chasidim aim because they're so righteous. Tairas and mishdameres, their Torah is preserved. Umalacht and mizbareches, and what little work they did. In other words, they didn't have to constantly review their learning. They were, they were blessed with amazing memories and with great success in business, even though they shouldn't necessarily have had that much success. Okay, afilu hamelech shel b'shleimi loyeshivenu. He says the Mishnah that even if the king himself Says, hey, buddy, how you doing? Right? You should say, I am not going to answer you. This is only true. You don't answer the Melch. It's only true if it's the Melch, the king of Israel. But if it's a non Jewish king, right? You got to stop because he's going to knock, he's going to cut your head off. It's dangerous. If somebody is davening and all of a sudden he sees a thug coming down the street, or he sees a big, a big wagon rolling down the street, Right, since it's dangerous, he's got to move. So mafsik. You shouldn't just interrupt. On the katzer you need to shorten your shmonazway. Maybe you switch over to tefila katsara, and you get out of there. Says the gemara loy kasha. Right, Right, if you're able to make it shorter, then you should. But if you can't, then you got to run for it. There's a story of the chassid who was davening on the way. Some Roman noble comes along and says, Hey, how you doing? And he doesn't answer anything. So the the Tsar waits for him. It seems like maybe they knew each other. Until he finished davening. So he says, He says, you, you lazy bum. You lazy Jew. Right? You got to be safe. You got to take care of yourself. You gotta be uh, conscious of your need to survive. Who do you think you are not to answer me? You think if I killed you right now, anyone would care? A little bit of an intense uh, um, conversation. So Amar Lay, 
He says to him, Let's let's talk. Let's don't 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 get don't don't lose your cool. Let's schmooze a little bit. And your friend came along, you're standing in front of the king, the Caesar, and you would call, and your friend would say, Hey, hey, how you doing, Julius, right? So, are you some master? Would you say anything? Would you, would you answer him? I'm a late love. Of course not. But what if you did answer him? He says, What would you do with him? I'm a late. Well, they would kill me on the spot. So, I'm a late. You're standing in front of this king who's going to die tomorrow, right? So, and and you certainly wouldn't answer anyone who interrupts you. I was standing in front of the king of kings, who lives forever. Of course, you do not interrupt in such a scenario. The uh, Roman guy calmed down. The nifter icy chasel the base of the shalim, and everyone went home in peace. <laughs>